0: This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app for the iOS app store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Your Locked On Golden Knights. Your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. I am your host, Carlo Gonzalez, and I hope everybody's having a good Wednesday today and a good game day and everybody's prepped up and hyped up for game six uh, between the Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. The series goes back to St. Paul tonight. And if you asked me a few weeks ago if this is going to go to game Six in Saint Paul. The big question, obviously, would have been: Can the Golden Knights win in Saint Paul? They obviously have answered that on games three and four, where they both uh, the Golden Knights got both games. Now I've been going around the social medias and the and the forums, and a lot of people are actually just panicking or nervous about. Going to game six. A lot of people are, it's still fresh in their minds. The last two times the Golden Knights had a 3-1 series lead. And I mentioned this uh, last episode. Uh, it was the, the the most recent one was against Vancouver where Vancouver re- forced a game seven. and But the Golden Knights won that game. And the San Jose, the one before that was everybody not unfondly remembers the Game 7 collapse of the Golden Knights. I'm here to tell you that how I feel about going to Game 6, I am not worried at all. I, I still feel very confident in this team. Even if they lose this... Game six, I still think the Golden Knights can close out at game seven. I still think they are the better team, but I do think they are going to close that, uh, this game down to game six. They, but in everything needs to go right for them, though. It's not necessary because I think on game five, everything went right for Minnesota. I wanted to let me, let me rephrase that. I think that the minnesota needs to have a perfect game to beat the golden knights while the golden knights can play as they did last game game five and if they play like that the whole game especially period two and three they they'll be fine so i'm not worried but like there's there's only i feel like there's only the Minnesota wild probably has probably won about three periods total in the series. A few, maybe a little bit, even the normal, but when the golden Knights are rolling, you can tell that they are the better team. Now there are still a few questions going in there. Uh, One of, one of the questions I've been asking uh, in social media and in the forums where, where is Shea Theodore? uh it, it has been pointed out to me that he has been in charge of guarding Kaprizov. Yes and no. I think it's been a group effort to really contain Kaprizov, as you can tell in game five that you. It's sometimes he's just gonna break out, but that one goal I don't think. It, I think they still. Are, if you if you only allow one goal and one assist to Kaprizov, the whole in five games, that's really doing a really good job in containing Kaprizov. But I think Theodore, what I'm missing from Theodore is I understand that he is guarding Kaprizov. But Theodore, that's not what Theodore's strength is. Theodore's strength is his offensive minded. Defenseman. He's it's his offense. He is the best one in the team, even better than Petro. And I think Petro has played really well. So I'm looking for those Theodore moments that we saw last season. I remember last season against Vancouver where he just dangled through three defensemen and just sniped it over Demko, and that was like the game-winning goal. And we haven't seen that, and it's just not not just goals from Theodore. His breakout passes. I haven't seen him do a really good stretch pass to break a a break a a rush the other end, or a really good setup pass to a forward to get a good scoring chance. It's really far and few between uh, in between for Theodore right now, and I think he has done it a few times like one or two i i remember he did have a few good chances but normally there's more like shea theodore is such a good player and we've seen it so many times that i'm starting to wonder if he's playing hurt uh i don't like there everybody's playing hurt at this time of year even though it is a shortened season sometimes in the playoffs players play hurt and they're not going to say it out loud until probably after the exit interviews, whenever that will be. But he doesn't seem himself to me in the offensive end. Granted, he is doing really well defensively. I'm going to give him that, but that's not what he's there for. That's why he's paired up with McNabb or Holden. So, McNabb or Holden can be there to back him up when he's going forward. Uh, Another question that kind of relates to Theodore is the power play. Theodore, actually, in the season, he he was really good in assists. He He didn't score a goal in the power play this season. But last year, he was one of the best power play weapons on the team. Now, it would be really great if he shows... Although we, the Golden Knights did score a power play goal last game with Martinez's one-timer. Time, one but I it still needs work. Uh, I think the Golden Knights are doing a really, really great job of containing the Wilds' power play, but we kind of saw that. We kind of knew that going into the series where the biggest strength for the Golden Knights is their penalty kill. We didn't see it last night because the Golden Knights didn't commit any penalties. And it's not because of the refs. It's not because it, I don't blame the refs for that. The Golden Knights had the puck for 90% of that game. It's hard to commit penalties when you actually have the puck, you know. And, and it's not just that. The, 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 the referees last night swallowed their whistles like the whole game. There were missed goals on both sides, but there, there was only two penalties called last night and not last night on on Monday night. Uh, one was the delay of game penalty, which you, that's automatic. You got to call that. And the other one where Riley Smith was tackled right in front of the net when he had to puck. like those are the egregious penalties that they had to call. There are plenty of holdings, hookings, and trips that they didn't call for both sides. So the refs had nothing to do with that. It's just the fact that the Golden Knights really had to puck the whole time. And they need, they need to stay as disciplined as that game. I think they, it's really hard to commit zero penalties throughout the game, but it's good to have confidence in your penalty kill that they know that if you do commit a penalty that they're able to stop it. Uh, I'm going to keep talking about what I think the Golden Knights need to do for tonight's game against the Minnesota Wild because it is a very, very big game. And I want to I want to dig even a little bit deeper on what it what, what it means in the grand scheme of things, because I feel like this game is very important, but. Before I do that, I'm going to tell you more about Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes and insiders in real time about your favorite sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you in Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns and of course reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find Locked On hosts across the NBA, MLB and NHL. I'll be joining the app soon, so be sure to get started and I'll meet you there. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you all on the app. I'll be sure to let you know once I get Locked On Golden Knights room is live. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. This podcast is also brought to you by Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, including occasional limited-time flavors? When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and my personal favorite, salted caramel. I'm just a caramel guy, I love caramel, and this one tastes so good. And it's healthy too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, but only 130 calories and only four grams of sugar. A couple of them has 18 grams of protein, 180 calories and only five grams of sugar. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and you get the raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. If you haven't tried any of the flavors, you can get the mix Box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 off BuiltBar.com. So, game six tonight, I feel like there holds a lot of weight for the Golden Knights. It's, it's a chance for them to close out the series and the Golden Knights have done it so many times on the road. This is not, they're not, it's not unfamiliar to them to close that in the road but i think that beating the wild now gives them a little bit more rest before they have to start a series against the colorado avalanche which a lot of people have brought up saying that hey we needed to win game five because colorado's over there just resting and waiting for their next opponent and getting healthy and and all that which i agree has its advantages but don't count out the fact that the Golden Knights are going to go if if they close out in game 6 or 7 and they move on to the next round. Don't and, it, and this goes goes with the Wild too, whoever gets through to the next round. Don't count the on the on the fact that this series whoever comes out of it is battle hardened. They're playing playoff hockey for 6 or 7 games. And they're going to go into Colorado against Colorado with that mentality of desperation and playoff, playoff mentality. While I believe Colorado waiting on the other end was like, no, uh, playing with their food in the St. Louis Blues. The St. Louis Blues was not a very good team this season. They were very they got hurt in the middle of the season, and they got and they just didn't look right and I thought Biddington was up and down and wasn't really the Jordan Bennington that got that six point six that six million sit for six years contract. He doesn't look the same he hasn't won a playoff game since he got that contract, so I think the Colorado Avalanche even though they do have that confidence and swagger they're going to get hit with a reality check once they face the golden knights hopefully the golden knights or once they face whoever comes out of the series because the level of competition coming coming down from st louis to the golden knights or the wild is huge there's a gap there i believe and it's it's a good like it's a good character building moment for the Golden Knights to actually compete in a really hard playoff series. Throughout the history of the Golden Knights in their playoffs, they've, whenever they won a series, it's been a a matchup a mismatch. The Kings, when the King when they beat the Kings, they beat the Sharks. The Golden Knights were the better team. I thought the Winnipeg Jets series we didn't we didn't know much about the golden knights at the time they because that was a year the misfit year i think i thought the the winnipeg jets was the better team that season to be honest with you if you just judge them by their on paper they were the better team but the golden knights had the hot goalie and the momentum going into that game so they beat winnipeg and then they ran into a very 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 good washington capitals game and they lost in five games. The next year, I thought the Golden Knights was the better team against uh, San Jose, and I don't want to relive that hurt again. But they they just choked that series. Uh, there's no way. Uh, there's no way of pointing out about. Uh, there's just no way of saying it. You know, they choked that series. The San Jose Sharks did have. Did, did require a major comeback for it. But I thought, I think the Golden Knights learned their lessons from that. This is just character building. The The journey of the Golden Knights is just character building last. And then last year in the bubble, they had, they beat up on a very bad Chicago Blackhawks team. And then they, they slayed their demons uh, against Vancouver, where they went to game seven again. And they, Got a five minute major in game seven again and killed it off. No goals allowed. They killed their demons that that series, and then they ran into a, another hot goalie in Kudobin, uh, uh even though going out of that Vancouver series they, they they manifest manifested another demon that they had to slay, which is the goal goalie drought the goals drought. it showed up early. We showed up in the Dallas series, and then it showed up again early in the the first game of this series. But I feel like the Golden Knights, uh, they scored, what, 12 goals now in four games or five games. That's pretty good. But if you don't go first, like they didn't score in the first game. So it's like 12 goals in four games, which I feel like good. Now they have to slay. They're slaying the Minnesota demons that they that they have as a franchise and winning in St. Paul. And now they really need to close out this series. And maybe, maybe in the next series, the juggernaut that they have to play against in Colorado, they can slay the winning, closing a series at home demon. I don't know. Maybe though. We'll see. But they're, they're the golden Knights right now is a very, very interesting uh, predicament. Cause I think, this is all, all character, but because if you look at all the the Stanley Cup winners from the previous years, last year you had the Tampa Bay Lightning. Everybody had they had to go through adversity last year, right? Because of the pandemic and all that, and, and the addition of the Lightning losing their captain that year, and then in the year the prior, the year prior to that where they got embarrassingly swept against the Columbus Blue Blue Jackets. They won the Cup because they had to go through adversity. It's a character-building thing. And a year before that with the St. Louis Blues, who was last in the league at one point, and they had to go through really tough adversity to get to the Stanley Cup Finals. And the year before that, you remember the the Washington Capitals, who started uh, Bobrovsky first, no, Bobrovsky uh, Grubauer if you remember that run for the Capitals in 2018 Grubauer was their starting goalie and they had to fight through and put Holtby back in adversity is a theme on Ch- Stanley Cup champions and with the Golden Knights facing a game six hopefully it doesn't go to game seven it's adversity again you know Having to go through St. Paul and the next and the next round, they have to play probably the best team in the league. It's not an easy road for the Golden Knights for the Cup this year. Once you beat Colorado, hypothetically, you're going to have to face another team, another great team in either one of the Canadian teams or the Eastern teams or or the Central teams. You don't know, like it's not an easy road. And in the cup finals, again, another great team. There's no easy path for the Golden Knights to get to the cup, and a lot, a lot of fans don't want to hear this, but we are going to lose a lot of games, but hopefully, we win more than we lose. Obviously, right? This, this is not an easy, easy road. And game six. Although I believe they are going to win it, it's still a test. It is a demon they have to slay. They cannot blow another 3-1 lead, right? They cannot. They have to close this out. And hopefully Max Pacioretty is back. But are you going to take away Alex Duck in the top? I don't know. Uh, I don't think Max Pacioretty is in the, and I don't think I don't even think they change anything in their lineup-wise unless someone is injured because he played really well in the second and third periods of that game. And it's one of those things where it's just it's just one of those games and that that's another concern that the Golden Knights have is one of those games, right? We've seen it so many times since since the Turk years, right? Where the Golden Knights outplay the opponent but they lose. They still lose because they cannot finish their chances. That's another demon they have to kill, which I said earlier they they did kill it for a few games but if it sleeps back again are they mentally able to handle it and if they do I think this team is is really really dangerous and going going to game 6 they they need to score some goals I think they need to score at least 3 or 4 not it doesn't matter how many they allow like obviously they they need to win, but if it's a shout out, even if it's a shout out if they win one to zero, I don't think it's a fa- it's a good win they need to win they need to win with like three like scoring three or four goals maybe five or more, obviously, but if they win four or three, I think like four to three, as long as they scored the four goals, I feel like that that goals drought is lifted a little bit from their shoulders. And I think that's very, very, and a very, very important momentum thing for the Golden Knights, especially if they have to go face Colorado, who can, who who can score seven out of nowhere. It's a little bit of exaggeration, but also at the same time not. So they really need to prepare for the next the next step of this journey. But I I want to talk a little bit more about around the league because. There are a lot of playoff series so that's been that's finished, and I want to do a quick look around the NHL. But before I do that, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. The fastest and easiest way to bet in all sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, so you can track all the actions at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, and this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs to the playoff. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus or your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code LOCKEDON. So there has been three series that's over already. Obviously, you have the Colorado series who swept the, the St. Louis Blues, and you have the Boston Bruins moving on to the next round. And the big story in the league right now is the Edmonton Oilers getting swept by... The the Winnipeg Jets. Uh yeah, screw my bracket. I, I put in my bracket there. I had I had the Oilers in five. Well, shows you how much I know. It's just one of those series, you know, one of those upsets. There's always one every year where a team you did not expect to just steamroll a, a, a team. You know, there's always one. And I, I that's but it's not like the Jets are bad. It was a very, very close series, though, like Edmonton just blew, just like my issue. The issue in Edmonton, I think, is if you watch game four, the all the overtimes, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and to a some extent Darnell Nurse never left the ice like barely. I think Darnell Nurse had like 14 minutes in one period. One period that means he was off the ice just for six minutes. That's crazy that's I think that's an issue in coaching and in depth. It goes hand in hand. like if you didn't have depth, they, they, they the coach the coaches didn't trust the players to go in there and really just maybe like play play the game. The, the role players, they didn't have any role players to, to roll in there. So all the burden was in those three players, McDavid, Nurse, and Dreisaitl. And then you see in the end, when you're tired, you make mistakes. And Connor McDavid tried to dump the puck in, but passed it straight to the Olympic Jets. And then turnover, break away on the other side score. Yeah, that's that's what happened. And I feel bad for Connor McDavid, man. It's it, it sucks for him. But yeah, so that's so the, those are the three teams that advanced: the Bruins, the Jets, and the Avalanche. They're all waiting for their opponents. But there are there are still five other series going on right now. Uh, there is obviously the Golden Knights in the Wild. There's the Leafs up three one against Montreal. And there's Pittsburgh down to the New York Islanders 3-2. And there's the Carolina and the Nashville series. Carolina is up 3-2. And the Florida series, which is probably, other than the Golden Knights and the Wild series, is the one I've been following the most. Because it's been such a fascinating series. The, the Lightning was up 3 one And then last night... Spencer Knight made his first NHL playoff start and won the game. He stole that game for Florida. It was a great game. Like Spencer Knight was a was a player I wanted the Golden Knights to draft, not just because the name Knight. It was that was before we got Robin Leonard, and I thought we didn't have any good goalie prospects in the system. Uh, It turns out that. We have Logan Thompson coming out of nowhere and we have, and in that year we drafted Peyton Krebs, which I'm really happy about. But this series going into tomorrow, I, this is the series I want to go to seven because that's how good this series has been. Uh, obviously, I think the, uh, the Carolina and Nashville series has also been really good. Uh, but other than that, I think those are the two series I want to go to seven. Maybe the Pittsburgh. I still want the Pittsburgh series. I want the, the I guess I want the Pittsburgh series to go to 7-2 because I want Pittsburgh to win because I want my dream scenario of Marc-Andre Fleury lifting the Stanley Cup in Pittsburgh to end the end the end the season. But I'm really excited about these playoff games and it it's it's the best time of the year's playoff hockey, right? Um tomorrow I I will talk about hopefully well, I will recap the game tomorrow. Uh game 6. I'll recap game 6 on tomorrow's episode and hopefully uh we look forward to playing the Colorado Avalanche. But I will I will kind of give a quick look forward onto the Golden Knights next game tomorrow too, whether it's be against the the Minnesota Wild or the Colorado Avalanche. We'll see. But that's about it for me on this episode uh so give it uh give a like and subscribe on the on the podcast the locked on golden ice podcast and also give me a follow on twitter and tell me uh how you feel about the podcast tell me some uh constructed criticisms because i i'm new to this and i want i want to know what what would make it better uh for, for the listeners and stuff just and I'm, I'm used to criticisms i'm a graphic designer as my day job so i get criticisms every day so if you give me a good constructive criticism i will listen to it i will read it uh so follow me on twitter at some dude 88 that's s-u-m-d-o-o-d-88 and i'm looking forward to talking hockey on social media and that's about it uh i still don't know how to end a podcast so thanks for listening